everyone. Welcome to the No Sugar Added Podcast, where we have raw conversations about what self-employment really looks like. I'm your host, Joanne Augustine, ready to give you today's blend and cup of excellence. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the No Sugar Added Podcast. Today's episode is all about knowing when to pivot. Listen, the only thing constant in this self-employed lifestyle is change, okay? Why? Well, because there isn't a blueprint. It's all trial and error and just learning on the job. Change requires going down new routes. The way that I look at it, it's like when you spot a traffic jam from a mile away and then you immediately bust a right... And your GPS just starts recalculating. There's always another route. We're going to get into all of that in our next segment. Let's get into today's blend. In today's blend, we're talking about identifying when it's appropriate to pivot in your business. Maybe you've noticed that your sales conversion rate has decreased, meaning if you're a service-based business, you're finding that fewer people are moving from that initial free consultation phase to a paid customer stage. Or maybe you're noticing that your customers have a new expectation, like they're asking for something specific to be included in services moving forward. Or if you're product-based, they're asking for something specific to be included in the product or that it comes in like a biodegradable package or something. The signs for knowing when to pivot can look like anything. The lesson here is the importance of understanding your industry and the needs of your customers. It's also important to understand what the market is now offering in response to customers' needs and their new demands. A perfect example is the new free shipping phenomenon. Thanks, Amazon. So if you've gathered anything so far, it's that you should pivot only when it's necessary, aka you've seen the signs. The second important piece is that it must be done with considerable planning and thoughtful execution. So you guys know I love definitions, right? So let's get into one. So what exactly is pivoting? While pivoting in the startup world means to shift to a new strategy, it can also very much entail drastically changing the whole company. So I'm talking from your business model to the internal team structure. So you're probably like, okay, Joanne, I'm following. I got you. But what does pivoting actually look like on a micro level? Great question. Pivoting can look like a few different things depending on the type of business that you have. So I put together a few examples. Here are a few examples to kind of, you know, get a feel for it. If you are a product-based business, it could look like identifying a key feature in a product you have and then like turning it into its own product because you noticed that it could stand alone or vice versa. Identifying a product isn't strong enough to stand alone and then just making it a feature of another product that is. Pivoting could even be as drastic as focusing on a completely new set of customers by adding a new vertical to your business model. Or it could be as simple as changing your primary systems or softwares. So I think the best way to truly demonstrate pivoting is to use my story as an example. I recently had to make the biggest pivot to my business slash career about eight months ago. So October. Although I've been self-employed since June 2018, I only just recently became a founder of a boutique digital marketing agency. I went from being a solopreneur, aka 
aka one person business, only offering my specific expertise to now a full scale end to end digital marketing agency with three contractors. So how did I get there? And what exactly sparked this decision and massive pivot? It all started with a few key signs. For one, I was starting to plateau, meaning my income wasn't growing quarter after quarter. I was still making kind of the same income each month and getting the same quantity of projects, aka the needle wasn't really moving and it was becoming an issue. I started noticing that it was becoming increasingly hard to book new gigs and to get new projects and I was just stumped. I was like, what? Like, what is going on? So I started listening to my prospective customers a bit more attentively during my free consultations to really try to figure out what exactly changed. At the time, I was only offering my copywriting and content strategy skills as a service. Remember, I was a one-person business, right? So it's only what I can bring to the table, which is, of course, super valuable. But once customers had it, then what? Who was going to build the website page? Who was going to compose the social posts or build the emails? Who was going to provide the graphics and visuals? There was this huge gap that needed to be filled and that required my prospects to find someone else to do it. And that's obviously a task for them. I was also finding that the small business owners that I tend to work with, unlike their corporate counterparts, weren't used to and frankly didn't want to work with multiple points of contact for one project. They preferred to come to a one-stop shop, meaning they know that Joanne is handling all aspects of their marketing. On the flip side, I was hearing the same problem slash need from other creatives. Many of their projects were falling off after their discovery calls as well because they couldn't provide the client with one aspect of the project. And this is like the marketing space for this example. So for example, graphic designers don't write copy. They design. So if the client doesn't have the copy, they can't design it. And frankly, having a network of creators is great so that you can be able to refer these creatives to your clients. However, it goes back to the initial problem of clients not wanting to work with multiple points of contact from different companies, which means different invoices, to handle one project. So I was stewing on these problems for a while. Like I really did sit with this and was like, hmm, this is like reoccurring. Like this is <laughs> this is really happening. This is a problem. But what What really moved the needle for me was when I mentioned to a contracted client at the time the thought of expanding their existing content development services to include email marketing, blogs, and campaign landing pages. I was only doing social media marketing for them and it just made sense for me to be able to touch every aspect of the content marketing engine so that I could control the brand narrative and strategy. They heard my pitch and they loved it. However, they also made sure to let me know that they were considering other options. I later saw a meeting invite for a discovery call with an agency. Side note, for those of you who are like listening to this and being like, uh, does she really just go on these people's calendar and look at what was going on? <laughs> um, I did. However, 
I did not infringe on their like calendar privacy or anything. I was in a very unique position with this contracted client. I was actually part of their team on their website in their HR, you know, information. I had access to their G chats, all of that. So I was part of the team. So looking at people's calendars was part of the job because I had to like figure out meetings. Anywho, back to the story. I saw the discovery call meeting invite when I was looking for time for some meeting I was putting together, probably like a content review or something. And I obviously looked at it, saw that it was an agency, put two and two together and was like, hmm, let me look into this agency. So I won't say the agency's name, but know that they only specialize in social media marketing. So remember, I offered to do the full scope of content marketing, including email and blogs and all that other stuff, not just social media. So they just did one part of what I had offered to do. However, they did offer photography and design services, which is an important thing to remember. So of course, at the end of it, I was hella confused. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I was like, I mean, I'm already part of the team. I know your brand voice. I know all of this. I'm doing social media. Let me just put the pieces together. Why are you looking somewhere else? So I sat in my thoughts for a while, racking my brain about what that agency had that I didn't. And then it clicked. They had a team, people, they had a team. So all my service-based businesses, I really need you guys to turn the volume up on this podcast right now and listen very closely. Clients like to feel supported. They like to know that they have an army behind them, that there is a team of individuals with a particular set of skills making sure their project goes off without fail. Once I came to that conclusion, I immediately knew what I had to do to continue surviving in the content strategy industry and especially as a self-employed person. I started my own boutique digital marketing agency and specially curated a team of individuals with very particular skills that produce end-to-end content solutions. That was what I had to do. That was the pivot. So enter my pride and joy, All Things Content LLC, which is a female-owned and operated boutique digital marketing agency providing thoughtfully curated content solutions for small business owners. We have a copywriter and content strategist, yours truly, brand strategist, photographer, and a graphic designer. So need photos for those product descriptions? We got you. You need supporting graphics for that blog or social post? We got you. You launched a new vertical and you need a brand strategy? We got you, okay? So by creating this major pivot in my business, I not only made myself more sticky, meaning why would customers ever leave? Like I offer this end-to-end solution for their marketing. But I also helped other creatives keep getting business for their skill sets as well. At ATC, many of the players on our team are independent contractors. So they're owners of their space and expertise. So we've come together to be able to provide this full scope marketing end-to-end solution and solve like this issue and this problem that I was seeing. So we all win. So there you have it, folks. The rundown and special story time with yours truly about knowing when to pivot. (music) 
So here's your cup of excellence, otherwise known as the one thing you should remember from this episode as major key. Pay attention to the signs. Listen to your customers and watch the market. So when you're over here trying to decide, should you pivot? Do you need to pivot? When should you pivot? Think of those three things. There you have it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite platform and share the wealth with your fellow self-employed colleagues and friends. The No Sugar Added Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'll chat with you guys soon. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook for all the latest updates at No Sugar Added Pod. That's P-O-D. Chat with y'all soon.